right, so this morning we are back in Hebrews chapter 11. <clears throat> like we've been camping out here for a few weeks. I think we'll be here for a few weeks more because there's just so much uh, to get into. <clears throat> uh, last week, uh, Jeff made us really think about uh, verse 13 where it says, These all died in the faith. And he just kind of made us think, uh, was just talking about the preceding portion of uh, chapter 11, or is he talking about, uh, is the writer referring to who he's going to be talking about uh, coming up? And the more I read it, the more I, I think I think you're right. Uh, just wanted to touch on that. I, I think he's talking about the patriarchs, because it doesn't really make sense. It, it, it makes more sense thinking about uh, Abraham and Isaac and Jacob dying in the faith. Not having received the things promised, having seen them and greeted them from afar, having acknowledged that they were strangers and exiles on the earth, they they were strangers and exiles on earth. Right? They they accepted that, um, and especially the fact that Enoch didn't die. I, I just as I'm trying to study this section, I, I really had to look back at, at what we talked about last week. Um, they were looking for a better country, a heavenly one. <clears throat> so I don't know. I just wanted to. Bring that up and uh, say, Jeff, you, I think you're, I think you, you're on something. <clears throat> uh, and funny, they're looking for a better country. That's the theme of Hebrews. Better. But anyway, today we're back talking about Abraham, and I think this might be the last, the last time we talk about Abraham in Hebrews 11. Uh, I think we probably get through uh, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and maybe even Joseph. Uh, let's go ahead and I'm actually going to start reading from uh, verse 13 through verse 22 if uh, somebody can pick that up for me these all died in faith not having received the promises but having seen them afar off and were persuaded of them and embraced them and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth for they that say such things declare plainly that they seek a country and truly, if they had been mindful of that country from whence they came out, they might have had opportunity to have returned. But now they desire a better country, that is, a heavenly. Wherefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he hath prepared for them a city. By faith, Abraham, when he was tried, offered up Isaac, and he that had received the promises offered up his only begotten son, of whom it was said, that in Isaac shall thy seed be called. Accounting that God was able to raise him up, even from the dead, from whence also he received him in a figure. By faith Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau concerning things to come. By faith Jacob, when he was dying, blessed both the sons of Joseph and worshiped, leaning upon the top of his staff. By faith Joseph, when he died, made mention of the departing of the children of Israel and gave commandment concerning his bones. All right, thank you. Son. Okay, <clears throat> all right, so uh, Abraham is committed for his faith here. Um, he was because he was able to offer up Isaac. He was willing to offer up Isaac. And this brings us back to Genesis. Anybody have any idea of the chapter? Chapter 22. So let's go ahead and take a look at Genesis chapter 22. So uh, I'm just going to read the first uh, few, first four verses. 
And then uh, we'll have to talk a little bit. After these things, God tested Abraham and said to him, Abraham. And he said, here I am. He said, take your son, your only son, Isaac, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains of which I shall tell you. So Abraham rose early in the morning, saddled his donkey, and took two of his young men with him and his son Isaac. And he cut the wood for the burnt offering and arose and went to the place of which God had told him. On the third day, Abraham lifted up his eyes and saw the place from afar. Then Abraham said to his young men, stay here with the donkey. I and the boy will go over there and worship and come again to you. Okay, so... Uh, the fact that Abraham is willing to offer up Isaac, why is this such a big deal? There's several reasons. What do you guys think? I mean, for one thing, it seems to contradict the promise that God made him. Right. Because if, if Isaac isn't there, he obviously can't provide him with you know descendants as many as the stars. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and then, <clears throat> so clearly... Uh, the promise was through Isaac, not through Ishmael, right? Uh, Ishmael comes from them trying to, okay, well, we're going to help God along here, trying to uh, uh, fulfill his promise. Uh, God doesn't need the help. Amen. <clears throat> so uh, with that, how hard would this have been for him to offer up Isaac? I mean, to offer up his only son. I think it's fascinating that it doesn't say that in 22. That like there's not even a verse or like a phrase or something where like Abraham like there's no way he didn't wrestle with this. There's there's no way that like this didn't like hit him like, you know, like a a fist in the forehead like it, there but there's nothing that says like he he was worried, he was anxious, he was it's just like no, he got up the next day, he cut some wood. And then, like, like, right. Yeah, he trusted him without question. Yeah. It's also really interesting because in a lot of similar situations throughout the Bible, like other stories like this, there are verses that at least they say, like, God, are you sure? And in this case, he didn't. And I think even if he eventually trusted, I think um, it would be very tempting to be like, ah, oh, maybe I heard him wrong. Right. Yeah. Yeah. In verse 5, he does say, stay here with the donkey. I and the lad will go and come back. And so, what, because in Hebrews, he says he knew that God could even raise him up from the dead. So, I think he knew, he didn't know how it was going to work, but I think that he knew that at the end, he was going to come back with him. Just like the other promises. Yeah. I have no idea how you, I don't have any kids, but you're going to make descendants. Okay, got it. I'm supposed to go? Okay, yeah, I'll do it. And does this go to the fact of, we don't have truly blind faith. We have promises of God that he has proven true in and Abraham Abraham has seen this specifically with Isaac it's almost like experience based faith as well like yes. in his own life like yes. like you know it, you could say because this is you know chapter 22 like retrospectively like how many times like with you know the birth, with even just the birth of Isaac where God's like this is going to happen he's like well Maybe like the Abraham of ten, you know, ten chapters prior would have been like, uh, I don't know. But it's like again, there's been possibly a maturation of faith to the point where like that's why maybe there is no hesitation in, in twenty two. We're just like, yeah, all right, this he's, he's, he's going he's gonna to do it. And uh, something just hit me in in Hebrews, 
it does say that Ab Abraham was as good as dead and brought forth a son. Could we associate death and death? He's, uh, Isaac is going to die, but life came out. And maybe, um, it just hit me now, is that, hey, I was as good as dead and he brought life. Some way or another, he's going to bring he's life. make this happen. Yeah. Right. I was also thinking about the point that he is, he had to wait so long. Yeah, three days. <laughs> he had to wait. Well, for Isaac, I mean, oh, just oh, the birth Isaac. of Isaac. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, 100, you know, 100 years old. And, uh, it doesn't say before, uh, he left. Before he left, he told uh, Sarah, hey, by the way, I got to go offer up Isaac. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and, all, and did he think about that on the way? Okay, so if. I don't know how God's going to make this happen. I know he's going to bring him back to me. No plan. But is it going to be before I have to see Sarah again? <laughs> yeah. And I sacrifice Isaac. Yeah. I feel like he probably was like, you know what? We're just going to go and we're going to come <laughs> <Yeah>. back. <laughs> There's no need to get, get on, on an as-needed basis. <laughs> right. Yeah. Can you imagine Sarah's reaction? I waited 90 years to have this child. Yeah. And went and there's also like I think we hit on this a week ago or two weeks ago about the three visitors right before like Sodom yeah. and Gomorrah are judged. Like we're like there's that phrase like right before Sarah laughs and it's like I'm reading eight, uh, Genesis 18:13. Then the Lord said to Abraham, Why did Sarah laugh and say, Will I really have a child now that I'm that old? And verse 14 is the money one. Is anything too hard for the Lord? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like and that that I mean Abraham's like sitting right there. So I think that's a, that's like one of those kind of like. If it was if it was me and it, it wasn't obviously, but if it was me, like it, that, that's like one of those like, kind of like when the angel said to Mary, like with God all things are possible. Yeah. It's it's yeah. like, okay. you, you think back to a point like you, you know however uh, long ago that was, and you're like, yeah, they, that that's yeah, that, that's a really powerful, um, that, that powerful is. way to say that in such a succinct yeah. way. Yeah. Right. Is yeah. anything too hard? <laughs> sitting here wrestling with it just the more I thought about it how hard okay so he waited 100 years we, we talked about that um, wasn't going to tell Sarah before he left but then the physical act of sacrificing I mean uh, just yeah. sacrificing a human yeah. let alone your son your your only son yeah. um, man that would have been brutal <clears throat> again when is God going to return uh, Isaac to me but again, Abraham trusted the fact that okay, God made a promise. He made this promise right here. I'm yeah. holding on to this promise, yeah, and he, he carried on. Okay, so uh, back to Abraham. Um, another question I was thinking about is, so he had to wait a hundred years for uh, for Isaac to be born. What if this happened? You know, he, he's like thirty or forty years old, and okay, yeah. He'd given the promise, and uh, and yeah. like okay, next year you're gonna have a son. Now he has Isaac, and then they sold the sacrifice. Him. Would it be harder? Do you think he's, he would still have the same outcome? I I think his mindset might be different too, because again, he was 100 years old, as good as dead. At 30, I hate to say it this way, but you know what? If God doesn't bring uh, him back. I can always have got, another one. I got time. Yeah, yeah I got, got time. time left. Yeah. yeah. This, he, he doesn't have more time. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, he does. He has this market later. 
Well, yeah, but he didn't know that. He didn't know that. Well, I think it just when goes. You, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. When you read verse 17, it says, uh, By faith, Abraham, when he was tested, offered up Isaac. And he who had received the promises was in the act of offering up his only son. And then you get to verse 18, it says, of whom it was said. So it's like there's a, it sounds like the author is going a certain direction, and then he changes. You almost would expect him to be alluding to something. And when you write letters, you can't, you don't always have time, and sometimes you're thinking so fast, you don't always end up, you don't end up writing out everything you're thinking. So you end up alluding to it, and you assume that whoever you're reading they're going to get it yeah. still. And so um, I think he's alluding to the fact that he was in the act of offering up his son when the Lord provided the ram. The ram was caught in the thicket. So it was in the, was in the very act, and then it was said in the mouth of the Lord, it will be provided. So I think he's making that allusion to the sacrifice of Christ there in right. the text. I think it also goes to show that sometimes God does make us wait until the last possible second so that we can't reason our way out of it. And when we explain it later, it's you know it's only by his grace that something is able to happen. And I, that is where we see sometimes the most growth is when we feel like we're totally backed into a corner and kind of desperate. Um, I think this is a good example of that. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> and how much stronger is our faith after that? Like it's a, it's impossible, and then no, uh, nothing's impossible to God. Is all right. So uh, Abraham offered up his own son, uh, his only son. Uh, again, uh, like Mike brought up, uh, should make us think about Christ. You know, uh, Abraham was not. He was not. He had no problem um, offering up his son, um, and God had. He offered up his own son. To die for us. Um, the, the other interesting thing about this is the fact that uh, it said in Genesis, back uh, in 22:4, on the third day Abraham looked up his eyes and saw the place, uh, saw the place from afar. So uh, Isaac's basically delivered on the third day, right? Yeah. He's, he comes back with blessing. He's delivered back to him on the third day, yeah. and. Uh, But God doesn't. He didn't. Uh, he didn't make Abraham do something that he wasn't willing to do himself. Right. Um, offer of a son, and not only did Jesus die, like he suffered. Mm. Yeah. He, he, yeah. But God provided the uh, the sacrifice. Uh, <clears throat> All right. So back to us. Um, so Abraham was tested. Um, aren't, aren't we tested? And do we ever look back and see, recognize the fact that we were tested? Mm -hmm. Like we just, God just brought us through something. Um, sometimes we don't pass the test. Like, like man, look back. I, I know I've been tested before, and I look back and it's like, wow, I really. I was like, that was a test, and I really bombed. Yeah. Um, I did not do well here. Um, and other times, 
it's like, okay, God held his head. And that was pretty. Uh, anybody else have that experience that where you feel like you've been tested, but you're able to look back and, and recognize that this was probably a test? I think it's good to be able to look back and recognize that. I mean, just again, going to Abraham's faith, yeah. him being able to sit back and look and be like, oh, God, I, I, I'm wondering if he recognized the fact that this was a test. You know, I, how do you, like, this is something I've kind of struggled with, and I'd be curious to get other folks' input. Like, how do you know, either in the middle of or prior to a test, that it was indeed a test? Because honestly, like, I can, like, look at, I could look at like the last like 10 years of my life as being like one giant test. Like I, I can't, se I can't separate the test from the non-test is my point. Can, does anyone else know how to do that? Because I, I it would be like what we're talking about in, in Genesis 22, it's so discreet and it's like there's it's clearly like God spoke to Abraham, do this, he goes and does it. There's clearly like, okay, there's clearly like a, a, a conclusion and it, it's very, there's, there, it is bounded. But it's it's it's. Yep. But I would also argue that the first like hundred years of his life was kind of one giant test too. That's my point. Is is waiting and waiting and where waiting how when is the is 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 it one giant test or is there like test non test? There are quizzes. <laughs> are there are quizzes. <laughs> are there? Where? I say yes to both. Yeah. We have our giant tests and our lifetime. think about, I mean, exactly your whole lifetime test, but there's different periods in your life when something's going on and you're like, man, this is, this is brutal. But when you, you come on the other side, it's like, okay, I survived this. And, and then you look back and think, okay, what decisions, did I make the right decisions? Did I, did I do what God was wanting me to do? You know, or did I, you know, I messed up because I think feel like God wanted me to do one thing, um, but I wanted to do it my own way. And uh, I finally got what I wanted, but I think the, the road was a lot windier and a lot longer than if I would have just done what God wanted me to do in the first place. Uh, I think about uh, Jan Scott yeah. had brought up something about her, you know, being cancer free, I think it was For seven years. Seven years. That's a test, uh, a test of her, uh, of her faith, right? I mean, just, I mean, that, what a struggle that was, and what a struggle it was for our church as we're praying for her to get through that time. Yeah. Uh, and then to see her being cancer, cancer free. I mean, to me, that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's amazing, and a testament to her faith and holding on uh, to God throughout that, that struggle. I uh, just wanted to point something out. I was just reading something here. How old do we think Isaac was? I was going to wait till next week to talk about the fact. Um, I don't think he was a boy. Yeah, I was just I, reading a, a, like a, a commentary board. And they're like, yeah, maybe he's 20, 30 years old. Yeah. Which is, it totally changes how you think of it. That's, that's, it does. Because, one, if you read, and not to get into the, if you read, he carried the wood. And, and, and that's that's not little a little basket of wood. He, he carried the wood, so he had to be strong enough to carry the wood up Moriah 
to the place. Yeah. And uh, and I was gonna say this next week, but that goes to show his faith because he allowed this hundred year old man to tie him up and bind him and put him on on that that fire spree. Yeah. Right. So or on that staff. So. Uh, I think it goes to his faith too, but yeah. I'll, I'll stop there. I don't want to. Don't you think he could fight them all? Yeah, like, yeah. Hey, hold up, Dad. Yeah. What are you doing here? Yeah. Yeah. Where's yeah. the sacrifice? What do, what's yeah. going on here? Yeah. Well, and then also, how much did then Abraham's faith influence his son? Yes. You know. Yeah. As opposed to Ishmael. <laughs> With that, we'll close. If anybody wants to close us in prayer. <laughs>